Welcome to Worlds of Books. Today is um, December 13th, 2015. The book this week is um, The Bullet by uh, Mary Louise Kelly. I'm Mickey Pran with co-host Alan, can't think of your last name, Alan, Lemley. And, and um, well, let's start as usual with, I think we should say who we are and discuss how we like the book. And I'll jump in real quick to uh, give just a, a, a quick short bio on Mary Louise Kelly. Born March 1971. She's 44 years old. Uh, she was educated at Harvard and Cambridge. I think she got her, maybe her doctorate at Cambridge. Some kind of upper graduate degree at Cambridge uh, and then her undergraduate at Harvard, I believe. Uh, she used to be an NPR correspondent. And as she's, she's done broadcasting both on NPR and the BBC and has submitted, uh, uh, I guess, or, you know, writing has been submitted to New York Times, Washington Post, Newsweek, uh, Atlantic, uh, amongst others. And uh, she's written two novels. This, the bullet that we're talking today was, was published in 2015. That's her second novel. Her first novel was published in 2013 and is called... Anonymous Sources, I believe. Let's see here. Yes, Anonymous Sources, and it sounds like it's it's a it's a it's a spy thriller. So, uh, uh, I like. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of NPR anyway, but uh, I, I I liked the the pace and the style of this book. But I'm I'm not going. I'll take my turn later. But I'm on. That's the extent of the bio. So I'm gonna let the mic go. So let's hear what everybody thinks. Well, as Mickey says always when this thing started, we're all entitled to our opinions. And I want to tell you, it was one of the finest books I've ever read. I think Mary Louise Kelly can really write and develop character over a little bullet. And I, I like, I certainly like Caroline Cashin. Uh, you know, Will was a man. You know, he, he was, he misled her. and She said, I would have headed for the hills if I heard that you were married and he separated. Maybe they're going to get together. We don't know. Um, the lawyer was the southern lawyer. Everybody fit in. The wife, all these guys. It was just a tremendous book. Thank you. I rated this book uh, just average, about a five from one to ten. I tell you, didn't have very much... Uh, sympathy for the protagonist when she found out she was adopted. Her parents weren't her real parents and her uh, brothers weren't her real brothers and it just upset her something awful. I have my name is not my surname is not what it really should be and I know my sister's not really my sister and when I found out like things like that it didn't ruin my life of course, the bullet in her neck, that's a little bit of a different thing. I wondered how long it took everyone to figure out this is a mystery. and How long did it take you to figure out the mystery? The instant the wife was standing in the kitchen watching the shooting, I knew exactly how the book was going to end. How about you? I'll agree with you on that part, yes. I was a little slow. I, I I I guess I was so fixated on, and I I finished it two or three weeks ago, and the the, the names have already faded. I, I was so fixated on, you know, the actual killer's husband, 
uh, you know, the, I suspected him from the first time he showed up at her hotel room and stuff. And so, you know, that, that was kind of obvious, I thought. But because uh, uh, he, he, he just acted like a killer all the way. Of course, of course, he drew the characters that way. So I, I kind of missed. I mean, I finally figured out that it had to be the wife. But, I mean, that was when it was all but told to you. And uh, and I will agree with you, Ladon. I was kind of disappointed with the way they handled her reaction to the uh, finding out she was adopted and stuff. I, I guess she had to do that somewhat because she had the, the, the you know the whole novel was based on her investigating you know where this bullet came from and stuff, and it, that that kind of piggybacked on top of the whole being adopted thing. But I, th- I thought she could have peddled that a little bit differently in terms of the the, the way she. She handled it because she did seem to kind of uh, put a lot, of way too much emphasis on, on on birth family as opposed to. I mean, it was obvious. I mean, she was raised by that family. She was raised from, from them from from three years old. So I mean, that was her family. So uh, I'll agree with you there. Uh, I had a friend. I'm really not sidetracking. Who called me one day and said, "I just found my adoption papers. I didn't know I was adopted," and she was messed up. I mean, really messed up. And when this was, she was maybe 16 or 17, and she went through some really strange uh, things because she was, she wanted to be in denial. She couldn't deny it. Her father was her real father, but her mother wasn't. And, um, and, and it was, it was really very hard on her for a lot of years. Um, So I didn't, I thought, I thought she could have been nicer to her, the people who had raised her. Um, but I think that was, uh, you know, it was all coming so suddenly that uh, I, I couldn't understand it. Um, as far as the book's concerned, I thought I liked it. Um, but again, my my things right now, I didn't figure out who it was because I'm still dealing with a marshmallow brain. And until my brain comes back to normal... Um, I'm I'm going to uh, enjoy mysteries more than I have in a long time because I'm I'm clueless. Oh no, you're not. I was very understandable. And Ladon, I want to add to it if I can. When she came into the kitchen, I didn't figure it out. I figured it out when she spit at her, and, and the tremendous hatred. I was thinking for a while, did she hate her husband? But if she did, she would be hugging the woman. Uh, I have no problem with the way she reacted on the adoption. Oh my gosh, some some people I know from experience. Not I'm not adopted. My son was, and we sat down when he was older, and I said I don't know very much because in California then they didn't tell you a thing. But I know of some groups that can help you if you want to know your your birth parents. Dad, he says you're my dad and mom, and uh, I don't want to know. That was his attitude, and he was because he was asking. Everybody handles it differently, but she found out not only that she was adopted, but her parents were murdered, and the bullet and the whole deal. I I have no problem, and the parents should have told her, and the father and mother who were very nice people, and she did love them by the end. She she knows she knows they're her her parents more than the birth parents. Yeah, uh, I. I, I... I kind of blame that on, on on the parents not not telling her, but you know, of course, the the, the story would have would have kind of washed away if if they had. But I, I'm working real hard. I, I've used that term, real parents, for a long time. You know, that's that's how it was always said when I was growing up. 
I'm not using that anymore. To, to me, your real parents are the parents that raise you. The other guys are your birth parents, and and that's what I'm. That's the terminology I'm going to use from now on because I I think it's more accurate and stuff. And uh, uh, and uh, but I can understand uh, if you if you raise somebody as 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 if they're your birth child and you've always been their parents and stuff and. Uh, you got to be careful going that route because the information is everywhere nowadays. People can find stuff out. That can really come back and bite you. Uh, and I, I think it's better to, uh, as soon as the, the the child is old enough to understand what's going on, be, be up front about it. I mean, why, why not? Well, I, I agree with Alan. I kind of like the book. Um, it's certainly not one of the best books that I read, but to me it was like one of these books that, um, it was very suspenseful, and that was good, and and I I liked it, but I wouldn't say it was one of the best books that I've ever read, or one of the worst ones. Um, I liked her. Um, the thing I didn't quite understand was that she would go on, and she would run to the airport and go on the plane. She didn't have to go through um, security. I wonder if anybody else noticed that, that she just kind of went to the airport and when she went to, to France and when she went here and there, she never seemed to have to go through security because they would have found her out very, very quickly. And in this day and age, and this book was written in 2015, so how did she get away with not going through security? You got me, Joni. I didn't think of that. I'm sorry. I knew she changed her name. Um, I'm trying to remember how she got out of this country, went to Switzerland, right? And once you get there, you're okay. She had ups and downs. I thought she got fake ID, but I could be wrong there. I'd have to reread it. It's been a while. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't think about the TSA stuff, about about the security stuff, but, but I did wonder how she was able to get to uh, – to Switzerland on a fake name without without a passport in that name. She didn't have any documents and stuff, so that 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 did that that did not make sense, and that that bothered me while I was reading it because I like stuff to be tidy on stuff like that. So I, I don't know if I'm overlooking something or what, but I, that, that bothered me. And, and I will go. I, I never did say I, I I did like the book. I didn't think it was was the greatest thing ever written, but but I found it was it was easy to read. It, the 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 characters were drawn well enough, and and I thought they were interesting enough to, to keep me interested in the story. And the story was interesting enough to to keep it clicking along and stuff. So I I, I did like I thought I thought the length was about right. So I, I did enjoy it. So uh, uh, I'm glad I read it. Only to add here that the paperwork there was paperwork to give to customs in Switzerland because she thought she was had. And the guy was talking in German about her birthday. Was I believe I got that right? That was 15 days away or something. Oh, I got through. So she had paperwork of some sort. Oh, um, I, I did like the book, and I liked certain things about. I mean, I liked her. Um, all the stuff with the French, and I mean, I, I know a little French, but I couldn't really understand. I was glad that parts of it were translated. Uh, but that kind of annoyed me a little, although um, what's her name is a good uh, reader. Um, um, there's something else I wanted to say, and I don't remember it. Oh, well. 
Well, she did. He did. Uh, she, her German's good. Um, he said today is your birthday when and she was worried that her papers were going to be be uh, spotted as being false. So she had to have had them made up. I didn't. They, they didn't go into why. Probably length constrictions on the book. You know, if a if a uh, publisher says I want two hundred and twenty three pages, that's what it's going to be. Hi, this is Deborah, and uh, I thought I'd weigh in and tell you what I thought of the book. Um, I liked it pretty much. Um, I didn't think it was like outstanding, but it was a very enjoyable read. Um, I have to say, I didn't figure out the mystery till the end. I was totally surprised. So like Alan, I've got to say, maybe I was a little slow because the, the uh, attorney husband who was thought to be the killer just seemed so guilty that I, I, I thought he was. But um, to weigh in on this whole adoption thing, I, th- the, I think the story was good because the characters were pretty well drawn, and that always makes a, a book interesting. But um, on the adoption thing, I think the way she wrote that Caroline's reaction was pretty over the top, I think. Um, I've known a number of people who are adopted, but I'm thinking right now of um, a a couple who have been my friends for 20-some years. They adopted their daughter when she was probably two hours old, and she's 30 now, and we've kind of become, built a relationship in our own right, the two of us. And I asked her a while back, you know, about has she ever had any desire to look up her adopt her birth mother. And she was just totally um, disinterested. She said, why would I? I have my parents. She's not anything to me. I have my parents. And, and I think, you know, it's kind of like blindness, you know. Some people react like it's a big deal and some like it's not. And I, I think that's the case with adoption. But I found Caroline's reaction when she had an extraordinarily smart, supportive, loving, I mean, she had like the perfect family that she would react the way she did. That didn't seem very believable to me. But who knows? Humans are all different. Um, but, uh, anyway, I like the book. Um, I found the only way I could accept it as believable was, first of all, she finds she's got a bullet in her neck. Then she finds that she's adopted and that her parents have been murdered. Uh, that might put you over the top whether you were normally, uh, whether you'd normally be able to handle it or not. Those three things together could, um change my reactions on a few things yeah deborah i i like your your statement but that i'm with mickey on that i'll add a fourth one later in the book she replays that she's hiding behind her i i think i have it right yeah she's hiding behind her mother's skirts explosion you know i know it didn't come to her originally but if i found out my parents were murdered and and nobody did anything and the my my real parents alan meaning the parents that raised me said we don't know anything about it we don't know we 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 don't know what the police have done 
We didn't look into it. That I might want to know. And it was over the top because she was there. She's a witness at three years old. Um, I didn't know who the uh, murderer was. I thought also thought that it was the uh, the lawyer. Um, he was too suspicious. I mean, I should have realized that he was too... Uh, I thought that he was the one that did it right from the, the beginning. He was... Uh, to, I don't know the word I want to use here, but so it turns out it was his wife, and you can see why. Another thing about the adoption that she mentioned but soft-pedaled was how do I know what my medical history is? What do I, how do I know what, what, uh, what do I tell a doctor when I go in? And that has, in, in this age, is pretty important. That, thanks, Mickey. That's what I was just about to jump in. I was intrigued with Deborah's comment comparing the way people handle adoption to the way some people handle blindness. Some people, it's like, doesn't matter. Other people, oh, God, it's hideous. Um, I kept thinking she would surely maybe want to know her birth parents, if for no other reason than, as you just said, the medical history, which because of genomic testing and things and things that are just down the pipeline, um, would be invaluable, I would assume. And um, I haven't finished the book, but Alan said to come anyway and listen, so I did. And I just wanted to jump in for just a moment and say this. I haven't read the book for a long time. I mean, it's been a long time since I read the book. I wonder if someone would tell me, how did she get all those diamonds? I, I, I just seem to forget. But when she shot, uh, what's his name? And he's laying on the floor, and his wife's standing over there watching. Boy, it just hit me just like a, a, a bolt out of the blue. She has done the wrong thing. She's killed the wrong person. But I don't remember how she got the diamond. She ended up getting a settlement from her parents because they had invested the money when they sold their house and put it in a bank account. It was her name on it somehow. Uh, some, of, some of that did get a little over the top as it was winding down. And then she took, she got like a four or five, five or six hundred thousand dollars settlement. And she went in, went out and bought like two hundred thousand dollars worth of diamonds at a, it sounded like a fly by night kind of a diamond exchange place. So, I mean, the story started getting a little, uh, a, a little, uh, 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 TV of the weekish, I thought, kind of uh, 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 TV movie of the weekish, kind of. Uh, it started getting a little uh, far fetched, I thought, toward the end w- w- with all that stuff, and then with the the flea ended to, to you know Switzerland, et cetera, et cetera. It uh, uh, it did vary a good bit toward the end, I thought. But uh, that to, to answer your question, that that's how she got it, and and I would agree that that if 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 I found out that I had been adopted. The, the only reason I would make an effort to to find my birth parents would be to to if if there might be a genetic reason for uh, for for medical purposes and stuff uh, uh, to be used later down the road. And also, when she got the diamonds from this sleaze ball, she said, "By the way, uh, if you cheat me here, I'm going to come back and kill you." And he reached into the bin and gave her some more diamonds. I don't know, you know, what that all. I think she feels diamonds are the easiest. They go to Belgium, they trade Antwerp. And get into money. That that was over the top. I'll say that. I think she she's trying to quote TV. She really became the super fugitive 
which I got to tell you, I wouldn't know what to do if the police were after me. I'd stop and raise my hands because they could do anything. Can we talk about Lieutenant Beam, is it? Is that his name from South uh, South Carolina, that wonderful lieutenant? Of course he knew that she did it. Of course uh, he knew that she shot the lawyer, but they danced around it. And he says, whoever did it better not get a DNA test because that's on the record now. And I, I wanted to call you only, in, and I know you're in France. You were in, you're in France. And I wanted to call you just to tell you that the lawyer got shot. But whoever did it, I thought he was wonderful, though. Yeah, his name was Beamer. Was I think Beamer something. I don't remember what his last name. And he was he was the Atlanta cop, I believe. And uh, uh, and I, I believe uh, Mary Louise Kelly lived in Atlanta for a while too. So I forgot to mention that. But uh, uh, I really did like his character. He he was very well drawn and stuff. But yeah, that that, that was the thing. Her character was so kind of uh, uh, stiff's not the right word. I mean, what she was a a teacher of French literature, French something or other. And she was real kind of buttoned down and stuff. <laughs> At the end, she's doing all that stuff with the, with the diamond merchant and going underground and everything. It just, it, it was, it was, it was a little much. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me about the diamonds. Uh, when you reminded me that did bring, uh, to me, uh, the scene where she was, uh, buying the diamonds. And, uh, she said, uh, you know, if you cheat me, I'll come back and shoot you. And he threw extra diamonds in the bag. <laughs> I thought that was that was pretty good. But one of you mentioned that this was kind of like a uh, TV weekly uh, news story. Uh, not news story, but sto- story. And I thought that's about what it was. It was just like uh, one of those little crime dramas that you see every week on TV. And uh, But it wasn't a bad book. I did keep reading it all, all through. I didn't want to give it up, but it wasn't uh, great. But that thing about the diamonds, that was pretty neat. Yes, it was. And the last question, well, not the last, who knows what I'll do. Um, at the end, does she go home, you guys, and squeal on uh, Sweet Betsy? Never. Sweet Betsy, turn her in, uh, because Betsy gets away with everything. She's a high society lady in Atlanta, the wife of a dead lawyer with great reputation. Um I think she I think she goes home but doesn't squeal on Betsy, but I don't know. Nope, I don't believe so. I can't agree with you in my ending of the book. Betsy does not say anything, but she doesn't go home either, and she's got a life now that she's going to make in France. So I think she's there. I, could we write a whole ending ourselves? <laughs> Bye. I don't know. Can, can we? Uh, uh, Deborah's been trying to get the mic apparently and having some problems. She wrote something up in the uh, uh, the chat area. So can we back away from the mic for a second? Give her a uh, give her a shot. Uh oh. Now I, I I'm not sure what it was I was going to say. Oh um. Except that, you know, on one hand, the whole thing, <clears throat> her transformation of you know, she she talks. There was a, a quote that I wish I'd written down that I loved about being an introvert nearer the beginning of the book where she says something like, you know, people don't understand, you know, when you're an introvert, you can be really, the gist was, you can be really sociable and be out there with people, but there's a part of you that just can't wait to get home, to be alone. Well, I, I relate to that because that's kind of, I, I say I'm, 
I'm an introverted extrovert. You know, I know how to do both parts. But so that was all very believable. But when the French literature professor introvert suddenly turns into this person threatening the diamond dealer and, you know, running around, you know, shooting people and whatever. Um, I think if we kind of let go a little bit and don't get too serious about the book, it it makes a good point of how a traumatic event, which certainly finding out there's a bullet in your neck is a traumatic event, can have the power to transform a life. And I think in her case it was transformation for the better because I think she's happier after she comes out and is bolder and braver and, and, and all, all that sort of stuff. So um, I don't know, I just, I'm thinking about that. About I think the transformation is possibly um, a major point that Mary Louise Kelly was trying to make here is, is how... You know, we're all more than one, you know, more than a one-dimensional character, and, and, and we see it in this person. And I think, you know, some of it is like uh, you just want to kind of, you know, shake your head and say, no, I don't think so. But for the most part, it's pretty believable, and, and I like that about it. I like the, the, the transformation of a person, which could be like going from the light side to the dark side, but I think it really is more like blossoming. Oh, and I, I know the other thing I wanted to say is that I, too, really, really liked that um, uh, Atlanta cop. That I thought he, he was my other favorite character in the book. I just really liked him. And nobody's mentioned the brothers, but I really liked her relationship with her brother. I think his name was Martin. With both of them, but Martin gets more attention, and I that that was really nice and and, and pretty believable too. Yeah, I, I'd agree completely about the, about the transformation aspects, and, and even and I didn't I, mean, I didn't get bent out of shape at all about even if it did get a little far fetched, because I mean that's what made the book fun. I mean, you know, I, if I have to suspend a little disbelief along the way, I, I don't mind at all because it's all fiction anyway, and and that's what. You know, the thing about this book that was so good, it's, it's her, her writing is good. I mean, she writes well, and it, it wasn't so so far-fetched to be just ridiculous. So I thought she did a good job of, of, of weaving those factors in and, and showing the character being transformed. And uh, along the way, having the interesting characters like the brothers, like the detective, and then uh, you know, throwing a couple of th- you know a couple of things in while she's trying to make her escape, just to make it fun. And you know, that's why I read. And that's that's uh, that's why the book was fun. I thought. Well, uh, I love the transformation thing. That helps a lot, Deborah. Thank you. Um, if she did go home, I think she the only one she might tell about what happened is Martin. Tony was okay. Tony loved her too. He, the brothers were fabulous. They were fa- and they knew about the adoption, of course, because they were older, but never told her, never, you know, never quietly, you know, your kids or in anger. Uh, they were amazing. Both of them were two uh, lawyers. The father was great. Mom was, was uh, good, always cooking and there for, for her, for Caroline. She was a little girl. and uh, But, boy, she had to change, and she became a fugitive. Uh, uh, what about Will? Was he just um, just a lover in her life? 
I mean, this type of thing. Or, or are they going to, you know, Will said, come home. I, uh, if we're going to have her live on the Riviera all her life, I can't quite picture that. But maybe she will. We don't know. Would Will come and join her? I'm waiting for the next uh, next book in the series because I think there's going to be one. She left us with too many um, unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I love the brothers. I wanted them as mine. Um, I mean, I, I love my brothers, but I could use more. Um, um, they were they were true to character. Um, maybe almost too good, but that's okay. Um, they teased her. They did they did the things that brothers do. Um, I had something else, and it's gone. Oh well. I also liked her her boss that uh, her French boss that. Uh, that kind of kind of let her hair down a bit too as the, as the story progressed. I thought that was kind of cool that uh, you know insisted on her taking her apartment and stuff, and then uh, wanted you know was knocking down a few drinks uh, with her, and uh, uh, and that's what I liked about the. I thought the writing was good and the characters were were, were well done and stuff. So uh, uh, another interesting character. I love Madame, and I love when the writer said and, and that Caroline said she's been an abused woman. She won't squeal on me. You know, she, she won't do it. I'm betting that she's not going to sit down with the police and tell everything she may know about, like the keys to her apartment. By the way, I thought if you're a fugitive, it was kind of dumb to go to her apartment in France, but she didn't get caught. Well, I think this was a really good book for what it did um, in in showing. I like the transformation idea, Deborah. That's it's very good, I I think. Um, I liked the characters, I liked the the writing, and I liked the entertainment value. And I liked it well enough that I, I'm going to try to see if I can find Anonymous Sources. That was her first novel because I think uh, I think I, w- I would like uh, another novel by her. And you know, w- we'll see how her first one out of the gate uh, reads compared compared to this one, but. Uh, I think it's worth trying to trying to dig up. Hopefully, it'll be available on audio somewhere. Yeah, you know how I feel. One of the best books I've ever read, which probably maybe not say much about my reading, but I'm willing to read anonymous sources at the at the risk of missing a book club. That's how much I want to read her. I think she's a great writer. I want to read. <clears throat> I want to read anonymous sources too. It sounds like that could be full of intrigue and that kind of stuff. Okay, I'll let Bob and Joni know if I'm able to, to run it down. I'll, I'll give you all the heads up on it. Me too. It is on Bookshare, but uh, if I could get an Audible, I would be very happy. And Mickey too. Oh, if it's on Bookshare, that's, that's good to know that. Since I'm such a Bookshare. Uh, uh, I can't think today either. I love Bookshare, as you know. Of course, I love Bard. I love any place that we can get books. And and I do want to say that um, I agree with Deborah that she did really grow. And uh, and the side of her where she she got the gun and she actually shot a person. Now, was Will the doctor? I got mixed up as to who was who. I just finished it yesterday, but the brain does not work as it might. Will was her GP, I think. And then got onto the bullet and referred him to a specialist. And you know the the lawyer. I, I'm wondering why she couldn't say self-defense. First, he leaps for the wire. You're not wired. He hits her stitches. He's a mean dude. 
he grabs her stitches on her neck and then he comes at her and what you know i think the, the problem is she she said i'm going to kill him she had it in her mind her state of mind but uh, you could argue, I don't know that Betsy Sinclair would defend her, though, if she took a self-defense thing, because Betsy was worried about Betsy. Well, um, I don't think that she would uh, uh, seek a future with Will. I mean, I, I really don't. He just was, he really was a pad to her. Now, re- refresh my memory. I got a little confused because... That person that tried to break into her house, or that did break into her house and tried to kick her door down, that ended up being somebody that the wife, or Betsy was that her name, had hired? Is that right? It's not clear, because that came up in their discussion, she and Betsy. She says, you know, professional people can do wonders with hiring people. I don't know. I thought it meant... uh, I thought it meant the lawyer hired someone to break her door and didn't get any information, but he was out to kill her, it sounded like. And uh, it could have been Betsy. It's, it, I, I lean to the lawyer, but now with Betsy, it could have been she. She might have hired a, a hitman. So it is on Bookshare, the book? Are we still on? I haven't uh, I haven't looked it up yet. I was going to look it up after, after we were done. But uh, do, do you all want me to go see if I can rustle up anonymous sources right now? Uh, before we talk about next month's book, or we are we through talking about this? Yeah, I'd like to see if you could find anonymous sources, and uh, but I don't know if we're done talking about this book or not. Well, it is on Bookshare for sure because I downloaded it. Um, it is not on Bard because I looked. Um, so the only other source is, is well, one of our many, but. Um, it, uh, this this one was well worth reading another, I thought. And the entertainment value was great. Uh, the characterization was good. What more can we say? But whether we want to read back-to-back, I don't know. We normally don't. Um, but I'm going to read it privately anyway. <laughs> yeah, Anonymous Sources is on Audible, too. By uh, It's narrated by Therese Plummer, looks like. But uh, I'll, uh, uh, if, if anybody's interested and can't get Audible or doesn't have Audible, I, I'm not opposed to uh, getting it and, and making it, uh, well, uh, well, I'm not going to put this while I'm on the recording, but I could get a copy to you probably, but, uh, uh, but yeah, just let me know. It, it, it is on Audible, and it is on book, Bookshare, so, 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 it, so it's obtainable. Well, Alan, uh, that would be very nice. Thank you in advance. I'll look it up. I'm I'm a platinum. I'm not a hero or whatever, but I'll I'll get it because I want. Uh, I just want to get it. I will get it. Thank you. Oh yeah, Bob. I can tell from the from from, from your your interest in Mary Louise Kelly, you'll probably have it and be reading it by tomorrow. So yeah, you, I'm all. You should you should get going with it. Probably will. <laughs> well, Alan has a neat sounding book picked out for next month. Uh, which he's been telling me about, and I haven't. I th- I think I might have. Da- yeah, I downloaded it, but I'm not sure I'm going to be able to be here next month. I'm not sure I'm going to have a computer by next month. So, um, you know, he's 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 the man. Okay, yeah, this is a book that that I read. Uh, you know, a friend of mine told me about it, uh, or told my told my sister-in-law about it, and and, uh, and I found about it through her, and I thought. Yeah, I'll give it a try. It was on Bard. 
It's called, and, and I've already posted a review of it on DB Review. Not that anybody has seen that, but it's called Saving CC. That's spelled capital C E E, capital C E E, short for Cecilia Honeycut. H O N E Y C U T T, and it's uh, DB seven two four three seven by an author named Beth Hoffman. H O F F M A N. And it's just a real, it's, it's one of these uh, kind of coming-of-age human relationship story uh, about a girl that's, 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 that's got a mother that's, that's mentally off and that uh, uh, ends up having to, 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 to move to, to live with a relative in Savannah, Georgia. So she moves from, I don't know if the city's real, it's called Willoughby, Ohio. I don't know if that's a real town called Willoughby, if that's a made-up one. But she moves from Ohio to Savannah, Georgia, and ends up meeting a whole cast of very interesting characters and just gets involved with some, with some real charming kind of, it's just a real feel-good kind of story. I, I guarantee you if you read it, you'll feel better after you read it than you did before you read it. It's just got a, a lot of good stuff. It was just kind of heartwarming, I thought. That, that, that's my opinion only. But uh, Saving CC Honeycut, and that'll be for January 17th uh, at 5 Eastern, 4 Central. And that is a book I would not ordinarily read, which is the point of a book club. Alan, would you repeat the, the uh, DB number, please? 72437. Saving CC Honeycutt. And I agree. I mean, that that's not a name, or, or the, the book title is not one that would normally capture my attention. I, I, you know, I would probably, if I had read the annotation, uh, and saw the category it was it was it was placed in that would have gotten more attention. But just going through a quick list of stuff and going through the titles and and the authors real quickly, th- that that wouldn't have caught my attention normally. But that Mickey hit the nail on the head. I've read and learned so much from these book clips. Every time I despair because I can't finish a book or I can't be there or whatever, I think, boy, what great read! I would never read some of these books, never. Uh, so we appreciate it, you guys, when you submit books and do that. You're you're really broadening our minds. And we don't know who can't attend, who doesn't know computers very well, who just read them. I get letters from people. They they say they read them, you know, in spite of that they won't be in here or whatever, or there, wherever the club is, but they read the books. And somebody refreshed my memory. I, I know I heard Jill O'Connell talking earlier. She asked a question about that Greg, Greg Isles book, but I don't remember – her ever say anything about what we were discussing today or, or saying bye or anything? Did I just miss that? I heard Jill, too, and I almost yielded to her, but then she's disappeared here, I think. I know. I was looking for her because I thought I heard her. She talked about the Greg Isles book, and then suddenly she's not here. She talked about the book um, very close to the beginning. Uh, she said she liked it and, you know, had some issues with it, as we all do, but, I mean, there is no perfect book. But, um, yeah, she did speak about it. Okay. Well, as far as I'm concerned, uh, we're done. I mean, you know, we've there's a banquet coming up uh, in, in a few minutes. And uh, I know, you know, Johnny would love us to hang around for that. That's in about 15 more minutes. I personally will be back. I'm, I've got to change clothes first because I'm going to my brother's to eat, as I always do on Sunday night. But, uh I thank everybody for attending and for your excellent comments, as always. I hope uh, I hope you enjoyed the book and the discussion. So uh, if anybody has any last 
words, jump in, and otherwise everybody have a, a you know a very merry Christmas, happy holidays, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and a happy new year.